0: Washington. Washington, Washington Annie, Washington, Madison, Mario, Trichetta, Madison, Warren, Harrison, Tavis, Polk and Taylor, Sam, Allison, Kevla, Lincoln, Dawson, Frank and Fattin, Hay, Garfield on one song Okay, now you... Now you go, mommy, bed, okay? No, then you go in your bed, okay? And you go in my bed, okay? Yeah. Thank you, Henley, and welcome to a new episode of Hot Marriage, Cool Parents.
1: We're back. We're back yeah. again. <laughs>
0: we have a very, very special guest on the podcast today, which is. Awesome. I've been waiting for this person to speak with.
1: Yeah. We put it out on Instagram. Who would you guys want to hear from? From Married at First Sight. From really any season. We don't want to have just like random guests on. We want guests that you guys actually want to hear from. And like a large majority said Mindy, Derek, Mika, and that was pretty much you guys really then, girls. Yeah. Yeah. And then there were some more. Well, Derek's not a girl, but we're not really allowed to talk to them. I don't know if you guys know this, but we all signed a contract when we're on Married at First Sight to kind of just not spoil anything because it ruins it for everybody. And so only now, because the reunion happened this week. That's right. We were able to chat with anybody from the season of Married at First Sight. So the first person that I wanted to chat with was Mindy because I probably have a girl crush on her. I really like her a lot. Yeah, you do. Like what you see on TV is what you get in real life with her. And that's not always the case with some people on TV and whatnot.
0: Yeah, she really got a short end of the stick, but really made the most out of her time on Married at First Sight. Like there's people that come in to get married, obviously. She was dealt a really crummy situation and she fought for the marriage as long and as hard as she could. That's someone that gave this experiment 150%.
1: Yeah, she's awesome. And so, of course, you know, I got nosy and I was like, well, are you dating anyone now? <laughs> like, what's going on? And let me stay
0: tuned.
1: Yeah, let me tell you, spoiler alert, she's doing just fine right now. I'll just yep. leave it at that. But before we get on to, you know, Mindy and whatnot we wanted to give you a shout out because you guys know this, but anybody who leaves us a five star review on iTunes, we love giving you guys a shout out because honestly,
0: like that just makes us happy. Like
1: it it really
0: does. It's just nice to
1: know that you like our podcast. You like me. You really do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Tell me more. But this week comes from Marweb8. Some may call it Marweb8. I have followed the two of you from the beginning of Married at First Sight. I like how you are relatable, even when Jamie does some TMI, LOL. (laughs) I'm so glad the two of you have put the effort into this relationship and that Jamie has found the security she needed. You are a great podcast and my first. I listen to you during my walks or yard work, especially because I forget the distance and time while listening. Thank you, Marweb.
1: Aw, yeah. Thank you, Marweb. I'm glad that we can keep you company while you're out exercising. Something I'm not doing ever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you have enough on your plate, I think.
1: Yeah, I am not exercising ever. Like, yeah. it's bad. But I also don't really want the baby to come. So this week, 37 weeks, officially full term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So very, 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 very excited about that. I actually had to get tested for COVID-19 and I don't want to say had to. It's not like I have symptoms. I have zero symptoms.
0: Your doctor told you. Yeah.
1: Let me start from the beginning. You know that Doug and I have been researching how on earth we're going to give birth to this baby. Like, What is the safest way for us and our family? And we decided home birth it is. But before our midwife would take us on, this is like very personal and I don't really like to share this side about me, but I do struggle with depression and anxiety, especially in the winter. Hence why we wanted to get A Florida home and I like to go to like stay in the sun and I try to like beat it without being on meds but I do take sertraline which is generic for Zoloft and it's supposed to be the safest medication while you're pregnant and I was on it when I was pregnant with Gracie and I breastfed her while I was on it and I think Gracie's very healthy and fine. Like I'm very confident that everything's gonna be fine with this little guy too. But my midwife, you know, you can imagine a lot of women who give birth at home probably aren't even on medications. I don't know. That's probably another assumption of mine that's not even accurate. But anyways, (laughs) my midwife said, oh, listen, I've had one outcome with a mom and her babe and the mom was on Zoloft and the baby needed to be resuscitated. And she said, I just want to make sure that it is safe for you to have a at-home birth while you're on sertraline. That the baby's not going to have any sort of transitioning issues. And I was like, oh my God.
0: Which is very, very tough to hear.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, of course, I agree. Like, <laughs> I want to make sure too. <laughs> and so, of course, then... I started like Googling because that's just the worst thing to ever do. But that's what I did.
0: But you also reached out to several doctors. Yeah,
1: but like no one was taking my call immediately because they're all busy. And I get that. So they weren't taking my call immediately. I couldn't even get through to my regular OBGYN. And then I was trying to call my primary care doc and everybody's busy. So I had to leave a message. But anyways, while I'm sitting there waiting for someone to call me back and tell me it's safe, I'm like wanting to read scholarly articles online so that I could just like kind of figure out if it's safe or not like I'm just curious like I'm full term now I'm like I could go like how are we going to deliver this baby yeah, what's the safest
0: and it's not like you can just stop taking it now
1: yeah know? well my midwife actually said should we taper you down like what should we do and I felt like I'm on this high dosage right. but anyways I did get a hold of my OBGYN midwife she's the one that practices out of the hospital and I just text her. Thank God I love her. Her name's Barbara. and
0: Yeah, she did Henley's birth.
1: Yeah, she was the one who delivered Henley. And she...
0: Tells it how it is. Yeah,
1: she really does. And I've worked with her. Like I worked at that hospital where I delivered Henley. So I feel very close with her and I trust her entirely. And she said, you know, I can't say that there's not going to be any respiratory distress or any issues. Basically, she said that there was not like really a correlation between Zoloft and respiratory distress. I mean, she didn't, like, give the go-ahead, really.
0: I don't think she could.
1: Yeah, I don't think she could. First of all, I transferred my care from her to a midwife, and then we were texting. It's not like it was a this formal visit. And <laughs> I didn't get the full go ahead. But she definitely gave me her blessing. Like Before I even transferred my care from hospital care to a midwife care, you know, she gave me her blessing that it could be a beautiful experience It doesn't have to be some terrible experience. And she recommended some midwives or scary. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, it doesn't have to be like someone's gonna die or something. Like she said, it's a great option. Definitely research it. So that was really, really nice of her, especially considering then she wouldn't be the one delivering our second baby. Yeah. Anyway, so after I Got her information. I was like, well, she didn't really give us the go ahead. Why don't I call my primary care doctor and see if I should taper down? What did they think about this? Like, I don't even know. And so I finally got an appointment via like telemedicine essentially with her. And she had to call me back. And she was like, terrible idea to (laughs) taper down your depression medicine and your anxiety medicine when there's a freaking pandemic outside. I was like, oh, yeah, good thought. (laughs) And she said, you know, the reason that you're on this medication is because it is the safest in pregnancy. Of course, there's always a risk for respiratory distress, whether you're on the medicine or not, we cannot guarantee that this baby will not have any respiratory distress. Do we see a direct correlation? No, not necessarily. And so she said, you know, this is the safest medication. We're happy that you're on this one and not a different one. Yada, yada, yada. But she said, but I'm not a pediatrician. I don't see the babies. I only work with the moms. And maybe it's better for you to check with a pediatrician to see like, you know, I care about from the mom side, but I don't work with the babies, you know, directly. And I was like, geez, like, I feel like a dummy right now. Like, why don't I think of these things? Of course I should call the freaking pediatrician so I really feel like I've lost my brain amidst this pandemic or maybe it's just pregnancy brain I think it
0: could be pregnancy brain Uh,
1: I don't know what it is like why didn't I think to call the pediatrician of course I should call the freaking pediatrician
0: (laughs) yeah and at the end of the day I think that we got the comfort that we needed to be able to say okay you know maybe this was just an outstanding circumstance that happened
1: so I call the pediatrician and I love this man because he first of all my mother-in-law works for this clinic and so she's a very anxious nervous person too And so even when we were going to Florida, she was like, should Jamie be traveling right now? She's really pregnant. He's like, Jamie's fine. Let her travel. And Bonnie, my mother-in-law, will be like, should she be going to LA to work? She's really pregnant. And he's like, Yes, she can keep working. Like, she's just pregnant. He's just very calm, but he's also very precise, and he really knows what he's talking about. So anyways, I called him up, and I was like, no matter what he says, like this is almost like the gospel to me, because I just trust this man immensely. I do too, yeah. And he said, listen, just like what everybody else said, basically. He says, I go in to assess newborns all the time, and then I continue their follow-up care. Just like, you know, you guys know how it goes with when you have a baby. The pediatrician goes in, checks the baby, yada yada. da And he said... I have never seen a direct correlation. These are my words. But essentially he said, it's not like I've ever seen like a mom on Zoloft and the baby was in respiratory distress or had any sort of negative thing. He's like, some moms are, some moms aren't. It's not like it's directly related just to that. He's like, I think you're perfectly safe to be able to have the baby at home. Everything's been going well. You know, I think everything's great. We'll see you at 24 hours after the baby's born. <laughs> I know. And I was like, okay, so after all of that, we can have our baby at home. You know, everything's fine. So we got through that battle and that hurdle. So after I get the approval from all the doctors I just have to wait till I'm officially full term before I can actually deliver at home. Because of course, if you're not full term, you never know if the baby's lungs are fully developed or not. And some babies are and it's perfectly fine. But some babies have to go to the NICU. So of course, we would go to the hospital just in case his lungs weren't fully developed. Right there's no good way to know that when the baby's in your belly still. So we're finally here. We're 37 weeks. We're full term. We can have the baby at home. And then I go get tested for COVID-19. And my midwife is like, did you need to do that? Because
0: now you have to wait.
1: Yeah. Now you have to wait to make sure it's negative. Because if you're not negative, you have to be in
0: quarantine. You can't do a home birth. And I was like, oh, Great. Thankfully, these tests don't come in in like a week or so, you know?
1: I think the test I got done, I literally just got done today and then I had a full blown meltdown afterwards because I literally cried like a baby. But I think this result comes back within two to three days, I'm hoping. And now I'm like, God, baby, please stay in there for two to three days. I know. I feel like I'm fighting a battle to make sure that I deliver this baby safely. And I just like told myself today, it doesn't matter if we're in the hospital or at
0: home. Like, Jamie, chill the F out. Well, I mean, you want to have a birth plan. You know, this is something that threw a monkey wrench into it. But I think that either option is safe for the baby i do i mean
1: there's pros and cons to everything i do think the most pros obviously is a home birth because that's Mm -hmm. why we've decided to do it but there are women who have high-risk pregnancies who are going into the hospital you know to give birth to their babies and that's the safest place for them so i don't know i'm just very very emotional and hormonal and when they put the test up my nose i literally started crying because it really really hurt I mean I feel like I cry all the time now but like I don't cry over something like that or over pain and when I was done I was just like if I can't handle that how am I going to handle labor pains for hours and hours I feel like I'm going to cry now how am I going to be able to do this I don't know I just feel really really overwhelmed and just so emotional about all of this I really do I just feel like, man, also I'm like, girl, count your freaking blessings because you have a low risk pregnancy. You're able to go deliver at home. You have been able to stay at home under a quarantine when, you know, I'm a registered nurse. I should be out there helping.
0: And you got a husband that loves you dearly and will do everything he possibly can to make sure that you feel less pain, less stress, less worried. And I'm going to be right in that tub with you.
1: Well, thank you. I know. I just feel so Overwhelmed and honestly just scared. And I know that that's silly. And I'm trying to I'm literally like diffusing lavender and like stuffing it up my nose. <laughs> <laughs> you basically walk into a lavender field when you walk into our bedroom because I'm trying so hard to calm my effing brain. But it's like I don't even know how to calm my brain in the midst of this. And I know that I sound like a crazy person and that gets me going too. Cause I'm like, I don't want to be psycho, but I feel so crazy right now.
0: <sighs> we'll just tell everybody. Tell everybody what? (laughs) Just get it out on the podcast.
1: I guess that's what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, we're going to be fine. I think the point is, is that there's going to be things that are going to be out of our control. And I think either option, if we have to give birth in a hospital, it's going to be fine. If we can give birth at home, it's going to be fine. You know, either way, we're going to get a chance to meet our son soon, which is amazing.
1: Yeah, I agree. I'm trying to like stay focused on that as well and be thankful but i got to tell you if you're someone who is on the quote unquote front lines and you are literally like gowning up and masking up and sanitizing and all the things to either deliver groceries or stock the shelves or you know take care of patients who are sick or whatever the case may be i hope you know that i for one am truly so incredibly grateful and thankful for you yeah i mean i hope you know when you see the signs when you hear the thank yous i hope you feel it in your heart because I am so thankful for each and every one of you who are going out there in the battlefields. And those of you who are pregnant doing it, you freaking deserve an award. I'm not even kidding. Like, you really deserve an award. A, you don't know what's going to happen to your baby, of course. I'm sure you're well aware of that. And I'm sure that you're going to be fine. The great thing is, is that, you know, if you're not due immediately, it doesn't seem to come into the belly. So the baby will be fine for sure.
0: You deserve an award, Jane. I don't deserve a freaking
1: award. Are you kidding me? I deserve nothing.
0: You are superwoman to me.
1: Well, thank you. To you, I am. But like, I feel like I don't deserve anything. Like, I should be out there helping. I got like an email saying that they really need nurses. And I'm like, I'm freaking an RN and I am sitting at home safe. like a, With a baby. Like a wimp, though, you no, know? Not a
0: wimp. You know that you would go out and help if you could. If you weren't pregnant right now, you probably would consider.
1: I would 100% go if I wasn't don't. pregnant. But the thing is, is but that. But you can't. But I have friends who are pregnant. I have a friend, her name's Danielle and she works at Columbia Presbyterian where I used to work and she's due one month after me and she's still going to the hospital every single week. Let's just stop talking about it. I do have kind of an immense amount of, of guilt and I just want to do more to say thank you. And so anyways, the whole point of this was you to gave say
0: a lot of people pizza. And yeah, lunch.
1: We, we did do a free giveaway. <laughs> And also, speaking of that, I had my sister make masks as well, because she's a nurse too. And I wasn't sure if people still needed masks or not. So I threw it on my Instagram like, hey, would it be beneficial for me to do a quote unquote giveaway? Like, you're not going to follow anybody or any of that jazz. You know, that's like not the purpose of this giveaway. The purpose is like just to find out who needs the masks and then, you know, make sure that I can give them to you. So maybe we'll do it on Hot Marriage Cool Parents and then I'll share about it on my Instagram. I don't know. But my sister, I said, Amy, will you make 50 of these? <laughs> and that I could give them away because, you know, it broke my heart. When we were traveling from Florida, someone messaged me and said, where'd you get that mask? I need a mask. You know, my kid has leukemia and we can't get any masks right now. And I'm like, oh my God, like, it's just heartbreaking. So anyways, if you know anybody who needs a mask, You know, I'm definitely going to do like a little bit of a giveaway, but if you're listening to this right now, email me. It's jamie at jamieotis.com. I will just make sure you get one. I'm not even kidding you. So if you email me, jamie at jamieotis.com, and you need a mask, my sister made like these fabric ones. I have to do that because I feel like I have to do something to help. I'm just sitting over here all worried about my own birth. Meanwhile, people are dying in this world. Anyways, on to something new. (laughs) Doug, can you change the subject? This is probably not how the podcast should go, but.
0: Well, I, I think gearing up for the pregnancy, we officially got all of our home birth equipment and gear and fish nets and everything. <laughs> yeah, there's the like a, <laughs>
1: literally comes with it because. <laughs>
0: To pick stuff up out of the... Yeah, because yeah.
1: you know it's you know labor and <laughs> delivery is pretty dirty. I'm like, yeah. I'm not even kidding you. I'm like, I want to labor in my tub because there's jets mm. in there. <laughs> and then I'm going to get but out. then we have
0: to close off the jets. Well, no. If we have a well, baby in there. The,
1: the dirty part's not while you're laboring. It's like you know, while you're delivering. So I want to just deliver in the (laughs) midwife's tub because then it's not going to get in my jets and get all, I mean, that's so disgusting to talk about. But
0: I mean, there's so much gauze and we have these huge diapers, which is awesome. (laughs) And, you know, depending on when the baby decides to come, you know, Henley's going to be home. (laughs) I don't know if it's at night, hopefully she'll be able to sleep, but I genuinely think that having the baby at home is going to give us all a mental break in terms of if we went to the hospital that's all we would be thinking about we'd have to wear the mask and all we would be thinking about is are we sanitized or is this sanitary at home I feel like there's going to be a sigh of relief and just a level of stress that's not going to be with us which is great
1: for me I just think a the pain I know it's going to be very painful I know I'm made to do this and I can do it and I'm going to do it but I am a little worried of course because I've only ever had an epidural (laughs) right but also so now, of course, that wrench that like now I'm considered kind of like positive until I'm proven negative. <laughs> I'm just scared if I go into labor before the test results come back. That's all because I'm pretty positive I'm negative. I don't have any symptoms whatsoever. Yeah. Other than like I sound like a freaking psycho and I feel crazy and I feel really annoying. To I think we'll be fine. Everyone around me because I just... I'm like constantly an emotional roller coaster. But anyways, I think we're going to be fine too. I'm going to just drink lots. I'm going to blow the lavender up my nose (laughs) and just close my eyes and breathe and tell myself the world is a beautiful place.
0: That's it. I think that we'll have some more updates as time goes and especially for the next episode.
1: Before we bring Mindy on, I really want to talk about the reunion because Bombshell, Katie and Zach have been on a date and I'm like, I don't
0: don't know." know if we would call it a date. I think that he asked her out for some drinks
1: is that what katie said
0: that's what they both said well, that's, no that's what he it said, said on i radio. don't
1: know who asked who out yeah.
0: and then she was like no you asked me to go out for some drinks and chat and then what came out was you know katie said well i didn't see the show and i didn't see the whole season develop so now i very much regret going out with him because i didn't know that he treated mindy that way but we know, had
1: mindy on yeah. and mindy told us something a little different so that's interesting
0: yeah but this was and is and will be one of the most talked about seasons of Married at First Sight and the reunion does not disappoint
1: yeah if you haven't watched it yet I don't want to give you any spoilers other than that but I mean you already knew well actually I guess you didn't know that sorry (laughs) spoiler alert (laughs) Katie and Derek don't last which is sad, and yeah. then Katie goes and hangs out with her friend Mindy's husband.
0: <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> like, I what I think that everybody could see that coming. I kind of saw Katie and Derek not lasting. I think that it really comes out in favor of Derek because Derek really did give his all. I know it's a different situation than Mindy and Zach, but I saw that that relationship deteriorating week after week after week after such a high note. Him just asking her father for her hand in marriage and...
1: And the father loving him. Loving him. (laughs) It's like, when does that happen? You
0: know, and there's some things that come out, you know, on the reunion episode where it kind of alludes to just him having a broken heart, even though he probably wasn't in love, but still...
1: Yeah, that's sad. I mean, he really wants love and he's never had it. And it's like, Derek, don't worry, you're gonna find <laughs> love. I wish I had like a single sister to hook you up with yeah, or he'll
0: be fine.
1: Yeah, he's gonna be fine. Yeah, I he'll mean... be
0: absolutely fine. And you know what, people that do go unmarried at first sight, you become better for. it. I've always said this and I, I sound like a broken record probably, but you know, you learn so much about yourself and what you want, what your goals are, who you see yourself with, the person that you wanna spend the rest of your life with, and so if There is a failed part of the experiment. It does bring a brighter future for you, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, 100%. I 100% agree. Whether you stay married or get divorced, you really do learn an awful lot about yourself. So it's not like a failure per se. And this is for everybody in life. You know, if you learn something through your life lessons, you're not a failure if you get a no. divorce. Or even if you like fail a test. I mean, you're really not a failure. You tried and you gave it your best. If you can say well, you you're did that. A
0: loser. <laughs>
1: no. If you can say that you tried and gave it your best for something that you've done and the outcome wasn't exactly what you wanted, you can't consider yourself a failure. You just really can't. But anyways, before we bring Mindy on, which I'm sure all of you guys just want to hear from Mindy at this point. Yes.
0: And this is for anyone, you know, especially now while we're in quarantine, there's very little interaction between people you know, and for anybody out there that's kind of missing family and we're about to bring a new baby into the world. And it's just tough when your other family members can't really come by and see them. But one thing that we did get from my mom that she actually cried when she received is this skylight. And it's a digital photo frame where groups of people, aka your family, can actually email photos and videos and it automatically updates on this photo frame.
1: Yeah, it's really amazing. So essentially it comes like just like a photo frame and then you just set up an email where you give it to like everybody and then they can email pictures videos whatever just like Doug said pops right up onto my in-laws device and honestly if you're like oh but my mom's technically challenged trust me no one's more technically challenged than Bonnie so she's just
0: a point and click person yeah
1: like this is great for anybody who's technically challenged because it's super duper easy especially if you're the one receiving it because (laughs) the videos and the pictures just pop up automatically so it's just a nice way to be able to stay connected to keep your parents or, you know, family involved in your kids' life.
0: Yeah, and every once in a while, we surprise her with some updated pictures and videos. And it's something that she really looks forward to. Oh, yeah, um, she
1: like wants them all the time now because it's so easy to do.
0: Yeah, and if anybody has a birthday coming up or even for Mother's Day, I mean, this is really a special offer where you can get $10 off the purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash cool, C-O-O-L, and enter code cool
1: yeah and also just an FYI it looks like it's a regular frame on your counter it's beautiful and it just sits there and it just scrolls yeah. through the pictures it's beautiful it's really really a yeah, great yeah and
0: it's completely a touch screen you can favor pictures but you know definitely check out the special offer if this is something that you feel like your family members yeah. would love
1: yeah so if you want to get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame just go to skylightframe.com slash cool and enter the code cool c-o-o-l that's s-k-y-l-i-g-h-t F-R-A-M-E dot com slash cool.
0: Good for you. Such a good speller. I
1: can spell. (laughs) Yay. And another thing that I think is really, really important to talk about prior to having Mindy on, and clearly, I need to talk to my therapist more, (laughs) is something called Talkspace. I don't know if you've ever heard of Talkspace, but good golly, the world needs it right now. I need it right now. (laughs) Basically, what Talkspace is, is it's a virtual therapist that you have at your fingertips. Talkspace matches you with a licensed therapist based on your needs and preferences. They have thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties. So if you have something very specific you want to work on, they will find someone right for you.
0: And they're absolutely there when you need it whether you want to call video chat text at any time you can find someone to speak with through talkspace
1: absolutely so it's essentially just an online therapy it's the most convenient and affordable way to make lasting change in your life with the support of a licensed therapist all you got to do is send your licensed therapist a text an audio picture video message anything that you want from your phone computer tablet whatever if you're like on the way to work or something and you just want to give a voice memo because you're stressed i mean you can literally just shoot that over to your therapist you don't have to make appointments or deal with extra commutes. Everything happens within Talkspace secure platform and it's all on your schedule.
0: You know, and the bottom line is that life can be hard. And Talkspace just wants to give more of the support that some of us do need and at a price that we can afford. So if you're listening to this and it's connecting with you, definitely check out Talkspace. You can get $100 off your first month on Talkspace. So to match with your perfect therapist, you can go to Talkspace.com or just download the app. Make sure you use the code Jamie, J-A-M-I-E to get $100 off your first month. That's Jamie at Talkspace.com.
1: All right. So let's bring Mindy on. I feel like everybody's so excited to hear from Mindy. I can't wait to talk to her myself. Yes,
0: Mindy, Mindy, Bobindi. I'm Banana just
1: Fanny Foshindy. Wait, <laughs> that's not it. That's her friend's name, though. Shandy. Shandy. Anyways, let's bring her on. Today, we have a very, very special guest that Doug and I absolutely adore. And I know Married at First Sight fans feel the same exact way. Our guest is Mindy from Season 10, a.k.a. America's Sweetheart. Can we make that her title? Well, I think I just did. (laughs) Mindy is hands down one of the most caring, genuine, and mature cast members from Married at First Sight. She's a super talented figure skating coach and honestly an all-around catch. For anyone that watched Married at First Sight Season 10, you know how things ended with her and her husband, Zach. And wow, the amount of class and maturity this woman has. It's unreal. We have her on today to talk about all things Married at First Sight and to give us an inside scoop into her life after Married at First Sight. Mindy, welcome to Hot Marriage, Cool Parents. Thank you so much for taking the time out to be here with us.
2: Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so
1: much for having me on today. Oh my goodness. We're so excited to have you on. I feel like I have a bazillion questions for you, but let's start back from like the beginning. What made you want to be Married at First Sight? So
2: it's funny. I had not really seen the show before, um, but one of my best friends is a super fan and she that it was casting in D.C. and I was single at the time and she reached out to me about it. And when I put in the application, I was, you know, just kind of thinking nothing will probably happen with this. But then when they were interested in my application and things started to go a bit further, I thought about it a lot. And I was just really ready for that to happen in my life. I was just ready for marriage. I had wanted to find that person for a really long time, so I just needed some help.
0: It seemed like the perfect opportunity. And a lot of people think that it's a very brave decision, which it's borderline brave and crazy, in my opinion. (laughs) But I mean, obviously, it's a huge life choice. And I know that your parents weren't the most supportive. Something that we didn't really see on the show is how did you break that to them?
2: That was one of the toughest parts about, especially like the beginning of the experience. And I didn't really predict that reaction from them. I thought that, you know, maybe they wouldn't love the idea or maybe they would. I didn't know, but I thought that they would still, you know, come to my wedding. So when I told them about it, my dad was just like, I don't know. I don't know. And he kind of came back saying like, I thought about it. and I don't want to be a part of this at all. And my mom, I think they both just had the idea in their head that this is a reality TV show. So they didn't really listen to anything else beyond that. They just had it in their head that like, okay, this it's just kind of trashy show or something and didn't really understand that this is not just a typical reality TV show. This is, you know, people trying to make a genuine marriage work.
1: And so what happened throughout the process for you? Like, did your parents come around? Because we never got to see that on the show. What happened throughout the process of the experiment and now even after the experiment? How have your parents handled it since then?
2: It was really rough during the experience when I married Zach and when things weren't going well, they knew about it and I was open with them. My mom was supportive. It was hard because I don't think she like fully understood what I was going through since she wasn't, you know, really there and stuff. But my dad was like, huge I told you so we did a couple therapy sessions to try to create like a sense of peace between us because we were really not doing well for a while but luckily now we've like gotten past it and we just kind of agree to disagree there. So, like, my relationship with my family is really
0: strong now. That's great. And I think that's kind of the toughest part. And my mom cried, too. She didn't tell me that, but my mom cried as soon as I said that. She hid behind closed doors to actually do that. But it's a rough situation, especially when it doesn't work out. If they're not going to take the time to look back on some of the past shows or see some of the success stories, it's kind of tough to explain what the experiment is to strangers. You know, you certainly didn't show any of that on the wedding day? I mean, you were super excited. You were so into Zach, especially from the first impressions. What were your thoughts on that wedding day? And what were you feeling in that moment?
2: Well, I decided that I was going to go through with it anyway, even though I didn't have, you know, my parents' support and approval. And that was really hard, but I really wanted to show my husband the best of me, like right away. So I didn't want to go into it you know, crying and upset that my family wasn't there. So I did all the crying beforehand and just like went into it with nothing but optimism. And I did have my sister there, my older sister, to support me and and my friends, which are my absolute world to me. So I just felt in a really good place. I was just, oh my God, just thinking back. I just get excited thinking about it. I, you know, was just ready to do this, you know, no regrets, no looking back, just ready to walk down that aisle and I think I did have like a wonderful wedding day like looking back it was seriously like one of the best
1: days. Oh, I mean you were beautiful and it seemed like everything was going great between you and Zach. I mean I don't know I didn't get a vibe through watching it but it seemed like he was just as into you as you were into him. Did it feel like that to you there? Like can you give us what the feeling was like because almost instantaneously things kind of flipped and I'm like what happened?
2: Yeah and
1: I hope I
2: can try to get to the bottom of how things flipped. Maybe maybe you guys can help me out with that because that is kind of still a mystery to me a bit. Our wedding day was so good. It was just amazing when he got down on one knee and just like my heart was just beating so fast and I just felt like this was going to be it. I just felt like this was the magical day. And I was feeling the same thing from him as well. He was saying the sweetest things to me. He was, you know, giving me little kisses here and there, both on and off camera. And every moment he was just really sweet and seemed genuine to me.
0: And that's what it seemed like too, was, I mean, everything that was on camera, he was such a gentleman. He was doing all the right things, saying all the right things. And I mean, just the emotion that you and Jessica had in the bathroom was pretty funny. But I mean, it really seemed like it got off to probably one of the best starts ever
1: yes and then we get to the honeymoon and is this the right time frame because it seemed like by the time us viewers saw you guys at your honeymoon it was like he tells you he's not attracted to you and almost in a way that it's like what are you gonna do about that and you're like uh well i mean
0: (laughs) you want me to get breast implants or what
1: like yeah like what do you want from me (laughs) but i'm not going to surgically change my face (laughs) like what do you mean I don't know in that dinner where
2: I said well what do you want me to do get breast implants or something that was like after having been told on and off camera multiple times at least five times that you know he didn't find me attractive wasn't building attraction and I was just so frustrated that this guy doesn't seem to care about getting to know me past my looks and that's like a pretty crappy feeling which first you know, of all you're trying to yeah marriage work with somebody
1: yeah, exactly. And also, Mindy, I'm sure you know. I hope you know. You are a very attractive woman. I think you're beautiful. I mean, like, I don't know. I just think that Zach. Jamie not-
0: was getting ready to jump in bed with you by the first time she saw you.
1: <laughs> that is not <laughs> true, Doug. I mean, maybe. <laughs> just kidding. Well, hey, now. <laughs> well-
0: But I mean, it does come to a point where what was frustrating for us is this is an experiment. It's lasting for weeks and weeks. And you know that there's a process to this. And the disrespect to the process was just really the frustrating part to me. It's just like, okay, well, I'm not attracted, so this might just be over. And then you don't give 100%. You know, when you are clearly giving this your all, and you gave him more chances than I think most women would have given a guy. You know, I
2: really just did not want to give up outside of the attraction thing and stuff. I did see some parts of him that I did like and thought if he could open up more to me, there might be potential. And then, of course, there were a lot of times where I didn't really feel like continuing and didn't want to be treated like the opposite of a wife. Um, Yeah. So I did kind of want to walk away. But then I thought, you know, I was one of thousands of people that get this opportunity. And... The experts put me with him for a reason, and I really just didn't want to throw in the towel without fully exhausting
1: all options. That's so amazing. He was kind of relentless, and I don't know how he didn't think that that was hurtful. I mean, he would just, like, say it over and over again. It's like, okay, she gets it. She understands that. Like, you don't have to tell her again and again that you don't think she's attractive, when literally there's probably men lining up that are like, okay, fine. If you don't think she's attractive, I'll date her, (laughs) you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was just, like, so frustrating
2: because I... Going into this experiment, I remember talking to the experts and just saying, like, look, I'm attracted to lots of different types and stuff. I'm not really about just physicality, that the physical attraction can grow. I want someone funny and, you know, outgoing and adventurous and active and, like, all these things that I really wanted to explore, you know, with that. But I guess he just couldn't get past the fact that I wasn't his type
0: so it was just so frustrating so Mindy where do you think that it kind of went wrong did you look at the experts and like did you find things that lined up with your assessments and personality testing and speaking with the experts did you see anything that connected you and Zach where you were just like oh this is why we were matched
2: yeah There were a lot of things about Zach that I asked for. I, I'm like more of a spontaneous type and I asked for somebody that was a little bit more regimented on like a schedule and just like lifestyle wise. If we met in a different context as friends, I think that we might like have a lot in common and, you know, share some kind of connection. But again, it, for him, it just all went back to the attraction thing. And it sucks that I don't think that we fully could explore why we were matched because he was
0: shut down. Aside from the initial physical attraction, I mean, did you guys have physical chemistry? I don't know if this is too forward, but did you guys have sex during the experiment at all?
2: No. Uh we definitely did not. We maybe second base, is that a thing?
0: Gotcha. We kinda made out sort of. So and you felt uh, you felt Zach's breasts, is that second base?
2: No. I don't even think there was much touching. <laughs> I think there there might have been
0: some little bit
2: of tongue but not a little bit of (laughs) time, And this was like, maybe I think there was a night in between the wedding and when we left for the honeymoon, it was like a night right after our wedding, but yeah, what's as much action as as I got at least during the marriage. I don't know about him.
1: (laughs) That's so crazy to think that, you know, you were a married woman and you never had sex with your husband, but something (laughs) that's got to feel crazy to you. But I mean, any guy going forward is like, hey, listen, you have nothing to worry about my ex because we didn't (laughs) even have sex. (laughs) Um, But no, I wanted to kind of touch base on your one friend, your best friend who flew in from out of state to come to your wedding and you were so happy and excited she made it. And what the F with her? Because for anybody listening who doesn't have a background context, I'm going to just fill you in real fast. So obviously Mindy and her husband Zach get married and the wedding day is glorious as you can tell and then something happens like almost like overnight and he just says he's not attracted to her and he like literally went from saying all these lovey-dovey things and giving her kisses and things to like I'm not attracted to you and doesn't even like want to share a room or a bed with her and then all of a sudden like midway through the season Zach says I got something on you essentially and like was like holding it over her until she admitted it and turns out Like, whatever he thought he had on her was coming from this friend that he's been DMing and texting and occasionally calling. So that's a background for those of you, like, who haven't watched the season, just to catch you up. Mindy, so, like, who is this friend? And, like, what on earth happened with that?
2: Yeah, so, Lindsay's someone that I've known for close to a decade from the skating world. So we used to coach together and everything. And then she moved to Chicago for a job a couple years ago. And we stayed in touch. And the sad part about this story is she's was not just one of my closest friends, but my whole circle of friends. We all had such like a tight-knit group and trusted each other and the best group of friends ever. And so, of course, she flew in for the wedding and... All my friends were, you know, super supportive and everything it was awesome. And they started following Zach on Instagram and stuff. And I didn't really know anything about Lindsay and Zach talking, not anything at all. So I don't even know exactly when it started, but I think sometime soon after we got back from the honeymoon. And I talked to her directly and also from my friend. I knew everything that was going on, That you know, Zach wasn't attracted to me and this and that and it wasn't going well. So she took it upon herself to reach out. And of course, she tells me that she just wanted to help the situation. What a good friend! And uh, I don't, I, I don't know what really, what really happened from there. But there were text messages, and they talked on the phone. So Zach would film, you know, with me when he was obligated to, and then he would leave and go call her and tell her about it.
1: That's crazy.
2: I didn't know until I found out because Lindsay thought that she got caught. That Zach helping oh. her, and he and she didn't. but... she thought she did so she kind of said something to Shani and then it ended up like this just huge mess and they were both giving different stories Shanny's the best digging themselves and just yeah she is she's amazing just digging themselves into bigger holes and it was just they planned to visit each other once filming was over it was nasty
0: yeah and that's the ultimate betrayal and I just have to say from a guy's point of view like you handled it with such class and such maturity and all the points where we were getting frustrated you took a deep breath, collected yourself, and tried to understand the situation, even when Zach was talking in circles and wouldn't answer anything straight, and you just never knew what he was talking about, even trying to hold something over your head that just wasn't really true at all. I just want to say that you really did shine through the season, and it's unfortunate that it didn't work out for you, but I mean, everybody, you're such a beautiful person inside and out, and I really, really commend you for how you acted and reacted with your not so much of a great situation or story, but Hopefully that you did learn something <laughs> about either yourself or <laughs> Hopefully you know you
1: enjoyed something yeah. out of that process. <laughs> of
0: course. Yeah, yeah. I just no, wanted to no, say that. So much.
1: But thank you so much for saying that. That is too sweet and so kind coming from you. Really. Okay, I want to touch base on everything that happened and went down on the reunion because, first of all, girlfriend, you came in with some vengeance. Like you looked hot to trot, <laughs> <laughs> and oh my gosh, I can't even tell you how inspiring it is to see a strong, confident. Comp- bold woman deal with a dude who's like constantly putting you down and stringing you along. I mean, he was like telling you what you'd want to hear half the time and then half the time telling you how unattracted you are. And you like yeah. killed it in the sense that I got to tell you, my favorite parts ever are like where he's like talking in circles and just keeps on talking about who knows what and you're there and like, you just nod your head and you smile. And then in the interview, you're like, what does he think that I'm crazy? Like, you think I'm actually buying this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just the best. I try you're such a role model for women everywhere who have you know a dude or a guy on the side or whatever like whatever the situation is but the dude is just not really truly committed to them and they're like feeding them roses and butterflies and you're like this is just shit (laughs) this
0: is all just crap (laughs) yeah i also feel like you guys never got on a deep level you know you can tell you were such a thoughtful and thought-provoking and you know just an emotional person and zach just didn't fit that mold right
2: Oh yeah, definitely. He called me like
1: emotionally one. I say what I feel. Sorry for being human. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> you're like, actually, I have emotions, and that actually makes me human. You not having emotions is a little questionable, but. <laughs> Okay, so I wanted to, like, touch base on the reunion because it just happened, and I wanted to hear, like, what are your thoughts going into the reunion, seeing him again after having had, like, a divorce party in the whole nine yards, and there was this preview kind of insinuating that maybe you would give Zach another chance. Was that ever, like, a thought in your mind? No,
2: that was not ever a thought in my mind. I will say by the time the reunion, I kind of didn't want to go to the reunion, to be honest, and I was honestly considering maybe not going at one point, but, you know, I did want to I guess have, if you call it closure, but like, we kind of had closure, but maybe just like once I was able to start watching it back and reflect on it a little more, maybe bring some more clarity, I guess, to our situation. So, you know, I decided to go and everything. At that point, though, it was, I didn't really have emotions connected to Zach anymore. You know, he's somebody that, it was hurtful at the time, but I only, I just met him, you know, Um,
0: so. It's like an acquaintance that you have now.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. able just
0: to move on, and it is what it is. And so now going to the reunion, and something that comes out on the reunion was the fact that Katie and Zach had gotten together or went for a drink at the bar. And I love how it was just like I don't know who initiated what, and Katie was like, "No, you you messaged me and asked me to go get drinks." It almost seemed like Zach had told you, and you were like, "What the f?" <laughs> at that point, like, how were you aware of that, or did did that come out from the other cast members?
2: Yeah, it, actually, Katie told me about it. So Katie messaged me. She actually, I got that message after the first episode premiered. So on, it was on New Year's Day. And um, that evening, it was really late at night. She felt bad about going out with them, and she messaged me. And it was kind of upsetting. Um, just breaking girl code, for starters. But also yeah. just like, you know, everyone's emotions were, you know, super high you know when the show starts premiering and everything and then just to know that someone you became close with I think I was really sensitive to betrayal and everything at that point yeah so it wasn't easy for me to
1: hear I don't blame you at all oh my goodness I just don't understand how when you say girl code it's like why do some women I just don't get it but you know what I guess it's one of those things you just might never get and also like not to mention like she knew about the whole friend thing and why would you do that
0: I don't think she knew though Obviously, the show hadn't aired yet, so she didn't see the full extent.
1: Mindy, did she know about everything that you had just gone through with another friend in him? all of the girls knew
2: the details. I mean, from me, they hadn't seen it back yet, but they did know that I ended it early, and they knew why. I will say that Katie did come to me and tell me about it, and it still wasn't easy to hear, and I don't think it was a very nice thing to do, but yeah. I don't know. For me, that's not something that I'm like really holding on to. Or...
0: Yeah, well, that's good. It's almost like unnecessary stress, and I'm happy to hear that kind of you emotionally just moved on, and I gotta say that you seemed so happy, and and joyful and you just really radiated positive energy during the whole reunion. I wanted to clear up the rumor that you are now dating Derek.
1: That's a rumor though? Oh, there's a rumor that i
0: dating Doug. I may have just made that up.
1: I think we kind of think that you and Derek would be a good match. I've been thinking that funny Derek is a sweetheart yeah he is he's a good guy and honestly I feel like you're both catches and you both had a rough go and okay so let's go into Mindy right now so present day Mindy we're in April the show is officially all done and you're free to chat and be who you are because you know obviously whenever the show is on she's under contract anyone I'm married at first sight or any reality TV show is really so Mindy what is up with you right now are you dating are you traveling like what you doing (laughs) So right
2: now, during the crisis, I'm staying at my mom's beach house in North Carolina. So I'm camping out here for a while. That's so
1: awesome. I can't
2: work right now. Ice streets are closed, which is a bummer. That's like my biggest passion. But I did have like a fantastic skating season. I teach this team of 10 little girls and they were just fantastic. They won their last competition. It was oh. so great. So yeah, since the show, like things have been going really well. And as far as dating goes, I actually have been dating. Oh. And yeah, so it's hard right now you know, with being quarantined and everything. But I've been getting into, like, virtual dating. And I know it sounds kind of dorky and everything, but I'm, like, into it because it's great that you can explore a connection and everything without any... Pressure yep. of anything physical happening and stuff, so that's just like completely off the table. It's kind of like the opposite of knowing that first spite if you think about it. Yeah, for sure. It's like forcing the connection and everything first before you even meet them. So it's definitely a different way to go about dating, but I'm um, taking advantage of the
1: opportunity. So, how do you virtual date? Can you explain it to me? Because I'm just an old married woman over here. Is it just like you go on the dating app and then you just like text and call, and mm-hmm. is it like that, or is there like a new platform for? Jamie has
0: no dating imagination. <laughs>
1: No, like i'm just curious like how does it work you just date the same way but just not in person at all yeah it's just
2: facetime zoom meetings, skype whatever you use i'll cook a meal with somebody or watch a movie oh. and just have a drink like do Wait. an actual kind of date
1: so you actually like watch a movie together on facetime or something
2: yeah
1: oh yeah. this is actually very romantic you know what this reminds me of have you seen love is blind on netflix I started watching it. I'm not very far into it, though. Oh, you have to watch it. I'm not going to give you any spoilers. It's so good. But anyways, I mean, obviously, they don't see each other, but they don't touch or anything either. So they have to just communicate and then fall in love and get proposed to or whatever. So it's kind of similar. I wanted to ask you, this is so nosy of me, Mindy. Are you exclusively dating, virtually dating one person or are there a couple guys in the running? That's a really
0: good question. You have a whole Um, chat room. there is somebody...
2: It's not like official because we haven't actually met in person, but there is someone
1: special. Oh my goodness, Mindy. So he's obviously seen Married at First Sight, I'm sure, right?
2: Well, he knows about it and everything, but he says he hasn't watched it.
0: That's what I would have said, too. Yeah, Doug
1: said he never watched The Bachelor. I'm pretty sure he knew that I was on The
0: Bachelor. I never watched The Bachelor.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh, Mindy, I am so happy for you.
0: So Mindy figures you find someone special when you can't meet anybody. (laughs) This is kind of going back to the experiment and we were off topic, but you mentioned that Zach, the times that you met, it was almost like you guys saw each other when you were obligated to film. Was there any interaction or any time that you guys hung out without the cameras during the experiment? At first there were a few times
2: like when we were sharing a hotel room during the honeymoon and that night before the honeymoon road after the wedding and then after I made demands of Zach after recommitment day he spent time with me off camera like a couple of times so barely but a couple of times.
1: Do you know why he wanted to stay in the marriage? I mean, you gave it everything and you were so accepting and forgiving. But like, I don't get it because he's the one that, even though he wanted to stay in the marriage, he is the one who didn't really want the marriage. So like, why did he stay in the marriage? Do you know why?
2: On recommitment day, I was ready to throw in the towel completely. And he called me that morning and told me that he would be really upset if he didn't get to see me anymore and spend time with me. And watching it back, like at the time, I, I thought that he really wanted to change and try. But watching it back, I'm just like, why did you have that phone call with me? And I think either he wanted to be on TV longer or being how things, you know, went down with Lindsay, he wanted to fix it in some way. But I don't think it was because he genuinely wanted to try to make the marriage work with me.
1: I mean, ugh. That's just so frustrating. I'm so sorry, Mindy, because oh, you were literally just like strung along on national television. It shouldn't be embarrassing. You should not be embarrassed whatsoever. But I'm sure that maybe you would have been because just like one thing after the other, like, you couldn't catch a break. So on behalf of Zach, I'll just say sorry. <laughs> but you know what? I- <laughs> no. On a positive note, though. Thank you, though, but
2: like honestly, I'm grateful for it because I feel like a much stronger person after all of it. So you know, until yeah. you Good make for me you. stronger. And-
1: That's it. Good for you, Mindy. You're such an inspiration to me, and I feel like you're such a great role model for so many. Seriously. Cool.
0: Yeah. yeah, I always like asking this question. Now, going through everything, would you do married at first sight, knowing what you do now?
1: Would you do it again? I would. I would do
2: it again because I still have the same intentions that I had going in. Like, I'm ready to find somebody that, you know, is also ready for marriage and love and commitment. And I don't think it'd be fair to anything if I let one person change my outlook on all of that. I 100% agree. And just because, you know, Zach was not into it, I would do it again.
1: Good for you, girl. That's right. You shouldn't change your outlook because why let that experience make you negative and bitter that was just unfortunately a terrible experience that you had with one person but it could be amazing with somebody else so you have such a positive outlook i genuinely love you like, out of all the women that i've ever met i'm married at first sight i'm like yes i like really think i could genuinely be friends with minty like i feel like i need her in my life actually because she's really positive
2: <laughs> <laughs> well right back at you i mean guys are amazing see i was hoping for like a jamie and doug kind of
0: situation yeah. when i you know got matched but you know i'll find it <laughs> okay so is a divorce party a thing was that your idea i didn't even know these things existed and it looked like a lot of fun and i want to find some people that are having divorce parties
1: what doug i mean yeah, i'm trying to say not- you want a divorce <laughs> no, I'm
2: saying i want to go to a that
0: divorce was, party yeah
2: yeah no that was definitely my idea i, mean, I just felt like you know, i was stressed and upset and lots of, you know, negative emotions going on with the Lindsay and Zach thing and everything and I just when I decided it was over and told Zach it was over, it felt so good. I hate saying that because I feel a little mean but it did feel so good like the biggest weight was lifted off my shoulders and I just wanted to celebrate I did I just wanted to get my friends together like hey you know we got through this together we did it good for and you. just felt like celebrating and then I asked production it's like hey do you want to film my party and they're <laughs> like yeah of course they're following me anyway so uh, That's they awesome. allowed me to do it you know as part of the show and that was
1: awesome that was really awesome and I think that you know you sparked some I don't want to say imagination but sparked some ideas in some people who have gone through a rough go themselves and nothing wrong with celebrating if something comes to an end and it's a good thing, celebrate that ish. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And for one thing, new beginning for something else. Exactly. Closing that chapter and on to something else. Uh, Mindy, I wanted to say thank you so much for coming on and for just like sharing everything. Is there anything though that you want to say now that like you're able to talk and kind of like be public and whatnot? Is there anything that you want to say to all the friends who are rooting for you and supporting you and have watched you? The
2: friends. I love that. (laughs) Um, And it's true. I want to say, like, thank you to everyone for, like, the amazing support. So many people have just been sending me the kindest messages and comments and everything. And it's just been, like, going through the journey. I feel like I've really done it with all of the friends that are watching and everything. And it's it's really amazing to get to share that with everybody.
1: Honestly, that is the best thing about Married at First Sight is the audience, because it's, like, probably 99% women. We love you guys, too, if you're a guy out there. But, like, (laughs) mostly it's women, and they're so loving and supportive and they like really have your back I mean I just think they're amazing and now that you can be public on social media and whatnot where can everybody find you so they can chat with you and follow you and all that good stuff
2: oh yeah so like on Instagram yeah it's It's just my first and last name Mindy underscore Scheiben S-H-I-B-E-N
0: wonderful Mindy thank you so much for being on the podcast well I cannot wait to uh see your little baby boy oh Um, thank
1: you so great having you on the podcast. It's so great right, catching up with I'm you. Good.
0: You know, for someone that has had a rough go for married at first sight in a show like this, she is the definition of a positive outlook and optimism.
1: I mean She's everything I want to be. I feel like, (laughs) oh gosh, I like talk to her and I feel so much better. You could tell in the beginning of this podcast, I was like just really in the dumps kind of and just (laughs) sad and talking to her. It's like the world is okay. It's all going to be okay. Life is good. Also, I am so happy that she found someone new. Yeah, that was new. Yeah, I wasn't. I was actually surprised to hear that. I thought for sure she was going to be like, girl, it's a quarantine. I haven't had a chance to date
0: anybody. You know, it's kind of ironic too, because, you know, in the beginning of the experiment, Zach kept saying that they didn't have the initial physical connection and they couldn't even connect mentally or emotionally because of that and now she's got a virtual special someone and all they can do is talk and connect connect emotionally yeah so so she's really getting the opposite which is good for her and i'm so happy that she's doing well and staying upbeat and she deserves everything absolutely Um, she really does
1: she really does and just want to give you guys a little spoiler alert that we have an another amazing guest next week. Yes. We're going to have Derek on from Merit at First Sight it's for a, next week.
0: And it's about time we have another guy on that's true actually
1: we haven't had just a dude on maybe ever
0: not from Married at First Sight
1: no we haven't but I'm I'm, very
0: much looking forward to this
1: (laughs) I'm sure you are (laughs) you're always chatting with the ladies that sounds wrong (laughs) but no so if you have any burning questions that you want to ask Derek shoot them over to me on hot marriage cool parents or on my Instagram at Jamie and Otis I'm going to put a question box out anyways but if you have a burning question that you're dying to ask Derek definitely 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 throw a comment underneath my most recent picture on either hot marriage cool parents or Jamie me and Otis and I will make sure that I get that answered for you
0: and thank you all for joining us for another episode and stay safe and we love you and maybe
1: next week we'll have a baby you never know yeah that too we could still be pregnant I don't know
0: yeah we may have the audio from the birth as the next episode we don't know (laughs) but obviously you can stay up to date with everything through Instagram or Facebook or Twitter just hot marriage cool parents and we want you to wash your hands and stay away from people.
1: And if you sneeze, do it in private because otherwise you're going to get a death stare. That's right.
0: (laughs) Take care, everybody. All right, guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.